it's starting. We're, We're starting off hot. We can get a, uh, yeah, I, a, I, a two fools agree old, on that one. Oh, old. by the way, look, we got the wide shot. Ah! <laughs> there was, there was, you had accountability. Now, what I can now all you need is a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> no, no, not even. <laughs> Where, where, give me the money. Show me, show me, show me the money. <laughs> Apparently, there's a fool fool rage. <laughs> Shoot the J. Shoot, Shoot it. it. <laughs> uh, live on Facebook.com slash Foolproof Entertainment Network. I need you on Twitter. I need you to, to repost the Facebook pages. To raise a human before I would... Trust a human to raise a pack of wolves? <laughs> before I would trust a pack of humans to raise a wolf. Right. I hear you. Welcome to another edition of Do Fools Agree. As always, I'm your host, Michael Reggie, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. That would be me. And then we're back after a week off. Listen. Cheers. <laughs> Didn't feel right. No, I'm with you, but it was necessary. Although, I'll tell you, the Reets was disappointed. She keeps wanting me to do a podcast out there, and I want to tell her, like, Mom, I love you, but your internet sucks. Like, <laughs> like Andrew and I tried to play Rocket League, and the shit, like, we were skipping all over the screen. And I'm like, I can't imagine trying to run upload video from this location. All right. If we did it that way, it would have to be all audio. It would have to be an all audio show. You just have, like, a cartoon version of me on the screen. like. <laughs> Just the title, just the just title, the title. Uh, cartoon. The way, uh, the way mind and body used to work. <laughs> Listen, um, probably because of that weather. I mean, that and the fact that they're on a fucking island. <laughs> I guess that makes sense too. That weather, though, man. Listen, I said you kept posting shit with the spring break in the title. I said that is not the weather for tits. <laughs> it is you not. Don't see it tits out there. <laughs> no, no, you did not. You won't get flashed, not a Mardi Gras bead. <laughs> you won't catch nothing out there. You'll Except see them covered in, <laughs> covered in rain jacket, rain jacket bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> but all that being said, it was an awesome trip. Um, that's good. I mean, we had to see a whale in the wild, man. Like, that's pretty cool. All the girls dressed like Paddington the bear. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't wrong. I did not see any eye candy. <laughs> oh, man. Although he said all way. of them look like Paddington the Bear. That's what you try to say. <laughs> that being said, our uh, the girl who took us on the keeper tour at like the, the wildlife place, cute little black girl, and she was she was very knowledgeable of, of all the animals. So. I bet she was pale. Nah, well, nah, she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't light? Uh-uh, she was darker than you. Yellow. Really? How's uh -huh. she get melanin out there? <laughs> That's a good question. 
Because she's from down south. Yeah, she can't she be told, from she there. She told me she's from Georgia. Yeah, she can't be from there. Oh, I'm sorry. She's from North Carolina and did work in Virginia Beach. This was her first year there. So she hadn't lost her skin tone yet, I guess. <laughs> right. After a while, she's going to look like a character in Twilight. <laughs> right. Yeah. And meanwhile, I come back here and it's nice for like a day and a half. And now it's supposed to snow fucking tomorrow. Like it was 70 the entire weekend we were gone. And now it's now it's back to snow when I come back. So, yep, he knew it was going to trick us. My Nordic self brought it back with me, I guess. Listen. Looking Listen. like I belong in the, uh, the Viking days. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Give me a give me a rowboat and some icebergs. I'll be at home. <laughs> I know my mom is about to make a joke about the fact that I can't row for shit. And you know what? She's right. Um, what she wrote right. out there? <laughs> Not out there, but we've done it before, and I'm not going to Oh, okay. It. It's getting the motion all in sync. Like, I have no problem from a strength or a conditioning perspective. I just suck at the timing. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah, I think you're supposed to kind of, like, twist them as you go. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Guy, I don't know. Like, eh, on it. A little eh. I've never, I've never <laughs> jacked off an oar, so I don't know how that goes. <laughs> oh man! And then we did another stupid thing when I got back. What? We got a dog. <laughs> I saw a picture. I said, "You just trying to have my allergies all kinds of crazy <laughs> in that house, boy." He's short hair and he won't go upstairs yet, so you should be all right. Okay. Now your girl is at my feet, though. Lipka's just mm. wandering around. So. Plus, you mm. know what? You know what was nice though, like. And I encourage anybody who gets a dog to get a rescue dog. But this pup, first of all, he's a boxer pit bull mix. So he's he's gorgeous. He's a little small, which I think he was probably the runt of the litter. But six months old, house trained, crate trained, no sit, no stay, nose down. Like, can't get much better than that. Like I'm fine, I'm um, fine to take a puppy, dude. He's the only thing wrong. Like the only thing wrong at this point with him is, is that he's skittish. Like he's a little, he's jumpy. He's a little mm-hmm. nervous, which is not a great mix for Andrew because you know my son. Like that kid is all over the place, right? So we got to find the right balance there. But he'll be. I think he'll get better as the dog will get better as you know. Right. He gets used to it. He's coming out. He gets of a, used to his environment. Right, and he's coming out of like a prison training program. So, oh, he's hardcore, dude. Okay, this got a parole dog. <laughs> okay, yeah, man. So, all of that plus, uh, they handed me another VP's workload at work, and I'm like, all right, so that's two VP's jobs you've made me pick up. I better be getting that title soon. Listen, we'll are you getting the pay? <laughs> Fuck that. Well, I got Where to pay at. I got a decent increase when I took all this stuff on. That was part of the deal. And I have expectations for what happens in mid year. So. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Fingers and toes. Fingers and toes. Always. So that was my week off. How you been? I've been all right. I suppose. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've been all right. I can't complain. 
It's just been another one of those weeks. Yeah. Monday to Monday to Friday. <laughs> but Monday well, to Friday sure. weeks. It's usually how it goes. Uh huh. So I know we we talked about you maybe doing a show last week and that you couldn't do it because you were going to go recruiting. Did you find? Uh huh. Did you find some ringers? Um, not there. No. No. No, not there because it was like a um. It was a night tournament. Okay. It's hard to see the good players in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> He's stupid. That was good. Um, nah, it was a night tournament. I had it envisioned like how we do it, like our Sunday games. Like usually teams are there before they play. Yeah. And they're like watching other teams play. But there, since it's late, like, I think she said the last game was at 11 or something. Okay. So the teams get there right at the time they play. Gotcha. And I wasn't about to stay there from 8 to 12 trying to see who was available. Makes I had, had to do. <laughs> had stuff to do. I get it. I you get know? It. But yeah, nah, not not there. But I think we good. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. I did have one other piece of uh, flag football news to share with you. Oh, really? Well, A Reg got involved. So A Reg has his first game this Sunday, and did I? I don't think I've talked to you since I found out <laughs> what team he's playing for. The Raiders. The Raiders. You know it. <laughs> Silver and black, baby. Which is good because uh-huh. like ninety percent of my wardrobe's black. So <laughs> the black. Team. Where um, where does he play at? Bexley, Bexley High School. And they're starting this Sunday. They started last Sunday. We were out of town. Okay. So his first game or his first game will be at one thirty. It's the team's second. So it's going to yeah, be a man. cold game. Yeah, no shit. I'm just hoping it's not actively snowing and raining. <laughs> right. We were supposed to be playing, but they pushed it back. Uh, of course they did. So so the adults push out and the little six-year-olds get told they have to play. <laughs> well, we voted. Oh, did you? Yeah, you said, my nah, team we, we voted to shit. play. <laughs> a couple of, or I think one or two other teams did, but the rest voted to wait. So Gotcha. All right, well. Can't win them all. You know? I don't mind. No. I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? On that front, you got any inadvertence to get us going? Yeah, I guess I got an inadvert. What you got? I was I was really watching uh, Ridiculousness on MTV. Okay. And Is and that they one were of those showing like, like stunt shows. Like uh like a uh oh, like a jackass blooper video okay. blooper video type shows. Like Tosh Point type shit. Gotcha. But yeah, I was watching it and they were like showing like uh the previews of the other sh- like reality shows starting up or yeah. whatever. And I just started thinking to myself like The fact that the reality shows 
that they put out now, like the fact that they're so highly manipulated. Oh, yeah. They're all very produced. Right. It makes me wonder if that's how we got so many people kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean to put it general, yeah, it's like it just seems like we're in a point where like a lot of people have like lost grips on reality. I think that's probably a fair statement. And I wonder how much of that is goes t- to The question is is that art imitating life or life imitating art? I think we're in a blur of both. Yeah. You know, because even the like when you look at like the TikToks or the Instagram videos or the YouTube shorts, it's all set up to look like that it's real and it's happening. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's like that's almost how I feel like the. I just feel like the 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 reality of everything is similar yeah. Everybody's like trying to put on like the best front. Well, here's the deal. And this goes back to reality TV is an example of what I'll go back to our conversation last year about digital reality versus real reality. And All rea- right, say more. I'm- and reality TV is closer to digital reality than it is real reality. Meaning to your point, it's all overproduced. It, I, I'm not going to go as far as to say it's not, I won't say it's scripted, but it's definitely manipulated in such a way for you to make, for it to make you feel and think that, hey, this is real life, but it's not. Like right. they deliberately manipulate the situations that they put these people in. And they deliberately tell these people, like, hey, maybe you should think about X. And. These, these people who star in these shows aren't your average Joe. These are all people who have a dream of making it into the entertainment right. business. Right, right. And that's why you see so many of them, like, when they're done with the show, you find them in the entertainment industry. And that goes back as far as, like, real world and road rules and all that shit back in the 90s. Like, uh-huh. half of those people ended up on, in, like, movies and TV after that. And there's a reason for it. Right. Because that shit wasn't real to begin with. That shit was always produced. They hired actors. They hired people that could take subtle cues, manipulate them, and manipulate an audience. That's what an actor does. So that's where, like, I I hear your point in terms of it's a blend of life imitating art, imitating life. It's like they should put an advisory on it or something. Right, like, this shit ain't real. Right. Well, and that goes to, you know... I think about that in the context of social media all the time. Like what you see on social media of someone's life. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too, is you see the rosy picture. You don't see the struggle and everything that goes on behind the scenes, unless that's what people want you to see. And if somebody wants you to see that struggle, I question the character of that individual personally. That's not to say, I don't think people should read reach out when they need help. But I think people who need help should be reaching out for real, not right. to the void. I understand exactly what you're saying. And so that's where, I don't know. I I think in a lot of ways, society's broken on that front. Like 
And I, I will tell you, I fall into the trap sometimes too. Like I know I have my own little echo chamber on TikTok right now. Like I don't, like I know what I like on TikTok, and then I know the ones that I'm like, I, I know this is manipulating me somehow, but I kind of like it, so I don't care. Like there are, there are plenty of there's like yeah. A, I would give me an example of that. Cause... Yeah. So there's, and, and it's relationship based, and it's it's targeted at men, but it's women who are targeting men, like basically saying like, men, we understand how hard you have it, and I'm like, well, good, <laughs> man, somebody fucking does. So like, I know this shit's manipulative. Like I get it, but at the same time, like I like that affirmation, um, even if it's external. Shit. Like it's. And it's, you know, they pull out like stuff like the Chris Rock quotes and they talk about the, um, you know, Will Smith and Tyrese and like, and Kanye, like how they've broken down in front of people and they were made fun of for it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, because we know as men what the expectations are. We know we are held to a higher standard in some ways and probably a less high standard in other ways, but like expectations are always there. And it's just like, you know what? Nah, I'm done. And so occasionally when I hear a woman on TikTok talking about if you make, (laughs) I'll give you an example. If you make a man feel like he's your second option, whether that's a second option against another guy, against something else in your life, X, Y, Z, he's already one foot out the door because men is to have an expectation of you need to make me feel valued and respected. Like loved, love is a different concept for us. It's like if I find somebody that makes me feel like I'm valued, respected, there's probably going to be more of an attraction there. Not like I the lovey dovey, like gift giving, all that. Like that's nice. Like yeah, it's cute. But like at the end of the day, it's one: do you value me in the way I value me? Which is I'm a provider. I get shit done, and I take care of my own. And if you value that, great. Like, maybe we can kick it. If you don't value that, I'm not going to say about anybody in particular, then yes, that's not where I'm going to be looking. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I, uh, I guess I look at it different, you know? Like, I feel like the respect thing, that's out of the gate. Right. You know, like, that's... Like, I don't even, I don't even. The word that kills me, and I see it in dating apps, and I heard it a lot from my exes, all I want is loyalty and for you to love me. Give me a reason to be loyal. <laughs> what am I loyal to? Am I loyal to breaking my back to do whatever I can for you? Like, that only goes so far. Eventually, the the back breaks. I think that, I think that comes... I think that comes from how you're picking them. That's fair. I'm not going to argue with you on that. Frank. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that to you about anything in anyone or anything in general. Yeah. I'm just That's saying, generally speaking, it's what you pick and what you go. Yeah. Right. Right. What you're subconsciously attracted to, or, you know, like all those things come into play when you, you pick your mate or just see someone you're attracted to. And we've had this conversation before. I know that I'm not the best pick. Right. Like, I don't, I know that my picking skills aren't the best as far as picking an attraction or what I'm right. attracted to. Well, this or goes back to you be. need to beat your meat so, before you make a decision like that. I understand. I that. definitely, you know, <laughs> you need that post nut clarity. 
<laughs> but what I'm getting at is, I guess that's why. Because as long as you're looking, you compromise. True. As long as you're looking for something, you start to bargain with yourself. I agree with that 110%. You know, I, well, I, I was expecting this, but I do like these aspects of what I did receive. Right. And while you may like those aspects, they may not be the best one, the best ones for you. Right. And you ignore the other. And then you end up in a situation down the line where it's like, fuck, why did I compromise? Well, it's funny that you bring this up because this was the conversation I had with my cousin, Samantha, earlier. Fan of, or friend of the show, Samantha. Mm-hmm. She's been on before talking about uh, polyamory and, mm-hmm. and trans rights and all sorts of stuff. And I think what's funny is I think she's starting to realize that I'm in the same place as she is right now. Meaning like at this point, and that's not, I'm not saying that this won't change at some point in the future, but like, I'm not necessarily convinced I can get like everything I want or need from one person. And why should I settle for one at that point? Yeah. I mean, if that's what you want, it's all about, you know, you identifying, right? You got to identify what it is that you want or what works best for you. Right. And then the next step is to identify what works with that or what what's, you know. And, and again, I'm not saying that that won't change at some point in the future, because, you know, again, I've got the, the ink that says it like the lone wolf survives. But in the pack, he thrives like. I just don't know what my future pack looks like at this point. And so. Right. It's it's interesting, like especially having that conversation with her because I think she, I think she projects some. I think she projects things onto me based on my background and kind of my upbringing. Like she expects me not to be okay with some of her lifestyle and her choices. And meanwhile, I'm like, Nah, Samantha, like you live in my dream. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I just feel like do you right, and that was kind of do what you. she got to. So I think. In the next week or two, if she's available, although I think she's got some grad school stuff going on, but if she's available, I think we should have her back on the show and maybe we just have that talk. We'd love to. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. We'd love to recap. And go more into that side of things, so. But yeah, no, I'm just on the, I'm I'm subscribed to the, I'm not looking. Yeah. Because I, like you said, like at the age that we're at, we have to, well, like I said, I guess we have to first identify what it is that we want. And I don't know that I know what I want. Right. You know, so with that being said, I'm not going to look for anything because I may find myself in a situation down the line where it was like, this isn't what you wanted. Right. I have to be overwhelmed by something. I hear you on that. If if I'm not overwhelmed, if I'm not strong word to use, but like infatuated by the situation, like I want to pursue time. See, I like I like your use of the word infatuated there because it's one that I go to frequently at this point where it's like 
I'm okay. And the way I even tee it up in a lot of cases is like, you know, if you want to start seeing one another, let's, let's do it. And, and let's go through, I, I call it my 90 day trial. And it's because that first 90 days is where that infatuation is going to be the deepest. And right. if we're already <clears throat> not feeling it by the end of that 90 days, this ain't the thing. This ain't it. Listen, I don't know that I need 90. Fair. Fair. But that's if, I, I guess that depends too on like schedules and that kind of thing. Like I'm right. very Frequency. much, I am very much in a place right now where I've got my son 50% of the time. And so that cuts out half the week. And then because I'm seeing more than one person, it's pretty much once a week, occasionally twice a week, but usually it's once a week. And so you don't hit that, that critical mass until 90 days. Otherwise I'm with you and it's probably 30 days. If that. Listen, once a week, all I need is 30 days. <laughs> and you know, you <laughs> listen, know. once a week, I can see you once a week for four weeks and I'll have a good idea. I'll usually have a good idea around the second or third time we encounter. Yeah. It's just a matter of do I recognize, well, not recognize, because I usually always recognize my flags. Yeah. Red or green. It's just do I ignore them because I have a habit of ignoring flags like that wasn't something you liked but that also wasn't a breaker move past it my my thing is is I I usually say I need three to make the call and the first one is like three encounters yeah and it's it is a the first encounter is all right so we vibed text messaging how do we vibe in person right Second one is, all right, we vibed. Now, can we be comfortable? And the third one is usually, how good's the sex? Like, <laughs> mm. and is it worth going deeper than that? I mean, that's those aren't bad questions. Yeah, no, I can't say that those are bad questions. Because I think the first time you meet somebody, like, there's always going to be at least some level of that initial awkwardness, right? It's going to be the the kind of feeling out like, hey, if I make this joke, is sometimes she gonna take it? no, sometimes sometimes See, it's not. Sometimes <clears throat> it's not. I'm with you there. But and it also, you, and, but you also I'm don't sorry, meet, you also don't meet people like for the first time. Like I feel like most of the people you fall in with are people that you've known or have some other like well, connection depends. to. Like it depends. Is you, that the TV do, in the background? What's up? Oh, can you hear something in the background? Yeah, I it heard shouldn't be, echo. but I'll I'll double check. But I want you to lose thought, or lose track of what you were thinking. No, all I'm saying is, is that I hear what you're saying, but I I wonder if it's the same case with you. Is that I think it's easier for the simple fact that I don't I don't wear a mask, you know? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm usually the same way around strangers as I am around you or whoever, or whatever the case may be. True. So I know, I know if we're not gonna work very quickly. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that there's no filter, there's no filter, there's no first date filter with me. Yeah, but. Like, and guess, you know how I am when I talk to people that I don't know. It, it's almost like I treat you like 
we've yeah, spoke we've, before. We've, we've talked about that before. I guess my and question people is: people either is, get comfortable or they get timid, and I can right. I can usually gauge how this is going to go from there. But how often are you meeting somebody with, I'll call it romantic intent, that you haven't interacted with in person before? See, that's well, where I, mean, I think it's days, different. I feel like those days, yeah, those days are kind of dead to me. Right, right. No, and I don't because, disagree, but that's where I'm saying I think you and I are just in a different, a different place there. Right, like, I no, think I definitely is. agree with that. And plus, I just, you've brought it up with me before. What happens when I'm in a new situation that I'm trying to feel out. You you've talked about it on the show before. What does, what does Mike Reggie do when he gets in that situation? What, what, uh, what personality comes out and you've talked about this, a new situation that you're trying to feel out. It's corporate Mike. Corporate Mike comes out, right? right. Like, all right, I can make a joke, but I'm going to keep it classy ish. I can, I can, you know, be direct, but, say it with a, a kind word behind it. Like, right. And then the next time is like, all right, we got through that, that mess. And either we were comfortable by the end of it or, or we weren't. And if we weren't, I'm willing to give it one more shot to see what the comfort level changes. And then, you know, the third one comes down to, I mean, frankly, it's sex. The sex. This point. <laughs> right. The sex. It's, all I, right. I enjoy the sex. So, <laughs> I mean, I would think I was yeah, most people do. Right. Well, and that's the that's, thing. That's going to be uh that's going to be a factor. Right. On most people's list. Absolutely. And then the ones that it's really good, they stick around because it's good on both sides. <laughs> but you also want to go for a happy medium, right? You do. You don't want somebody that shows out every time because then that's going to let me know that your frequency isn't going to be as high. You know, I, I like if you're, so. if you're, if you're playing, if you're playing for the stands, if you're playing to the crowd, then I know that you're not going to be willing to, to go as frequently as often because you know how much you put into it. Right, right. And eventually people get tired. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And don't get me wrong. You can have the best sex. And after a while, you'll get tired of it. Yeah. You need you need it different now. You need something. Well, that goes to change, previous conversations. New. Like, change the angle a little bit. Put a pillow here. Lift a leg there. <laughs> Try a new hole. I mean, <laughs> no stouts for me. If that hole is not a, uh, if that hole is not a uh, seltzer. No, remember seltzers were hand jobs. Nobody wants more than one or two of those. <laughs> oh right. Well, whichever one was head, that was that one. I think that was a lager. <laughs> okay, well, that. No stouts for me. Not a stout guy. I don't know. You can keep your... <laughs> I was about to say that. Mm. You can keep your holes. Keep yourself. Um. Oh, man. But yeah, no, I was about to say before we were taken down that <laughs> rabbit hole. So about reality TV. <laughs> Not even before oh, reality okay. TV, it was 
you said that we're in two different places and I couldn't agree more, right? One, because my game doesn't work. Well, I'm not going to say that by no means. My game works better in person. Oh, yeah. Than it does over a message. So with that being said, and I know as much, I don't shoot over a message. You know, like I'm not the guy to be yeah. on a Tinder and be gaming you up on the keypad. No, I hear you there. Like, I'd much rather speak with you. Like, even if it's over the phone and we're not speaking in person, I'd much rather speak with you than try to interpret with words. Right. Because, because honestly, I may use... you can you can misread things in in text, right? Right, like it's the the tone, the body language All associated that. with the uh, yeah. All how that, and a... like I said, you you know how forward I am, so it can come off weird. Not yeah. even like it's like like aggressive, but like weird if you're not hearing me say it. Right. No, I get that. And I think I, that and goes back just, to the. I think that goes back to the corporate speak on my side. Like, I, right? <laughs> I've got a way with, especially like written communication in terms of getting an intent. That's across. exactly what I asked. Exactly what I was saying. Yours translates more to paper. Yeah. Whereas me, even my written is how I speak. I'm not going to change up what I'm saying, but you'll hear from the you know the fluctuation of voice, the tone. Yeah how it's meant as opposed to me typing it out and you interpret it, interpreting it in, in your, your head. head. Well, you, let me tell you what else really works well on Tinder, especially if you get like a conversation going and somebody's like, kind of like, eh, is I tell them to listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, you want to get to know me? You want to understand who I am? Listen to one episode. I don't think I'm interested through. in that, man. <laughs> Hey man, I'm I'm out there doing my own viral campaign. I see, my G, and I'm not mad at you. I don't know if that would be the first I'd say is check the podcast. I didn't say it's not the first. Like there has to be conversation and that kind of stuff first. I mean, I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I don't. Yeah. And honestly, when I go through our questionnaire, our ten questions to ask, I'm like, hey, and I ask the beer question. I'm like, you should check out the episode. It's kind of funny. (laughs) <laughs> let me find out <laughs> i'd like let to go back out. and see how many times that episode's been listened to what's the count on that episode versus every other episode? what episode is that uh i want to say it was like 87 or 88 that was the stouts in the seltzers uh-huh. yep it was why do I be stuck on seltzers? <laughs> Say seltzer, seltzer, seltzer. What Sel- are they? Seltzers. seltzers. Okay. Seltzer Not would be connected to the street that's yeah. close to you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's the airport. <laughs> I call them Trulies. Trulies. Uh, White claws. White claws. Yeah, I call them by their name. I hear you. No, seltzers. You. Seltzers. Okay, I think I got that locked. I'll make sure to point it out when you don't. (laughs) Listen, not the street, the hand job. (laughs) Well played, sir. (laughs) Oh, man.
What about you? You got any inadverts? Yeah, you thought I wasn't gonna pick up on that. Yeah. <laughs> How about it? What what about an invert? Um mm-hmm. I actually did have one earlier. Now I'm trying to remember what it was. I do uh, that all the time. Yeah, I know. Rubbing off. No, because usually I usually I, I admit that I don't have any, but I did have one and now I'm blanking on what it was. Oh yeah, I have no problem admitting when I don't have one, but when I do have one, I'm I'll, I'm never lying when I say I had one. Right. I just can't remember it. Mm-mm-mm. What was it? Because I honestly had another as well, but I can't remember what that is. I know I'll have a couple when we get into our topic of conversation, but yeah, I'm trying to think through, trying to think through what it was. Not really an inadvertent, but more just a recommendation for my fellow geeks out there. Live long and prosper. The new season of Picard, the, Picard. the new season of Picard is fire. Like it is. I seen a, I seen a uh, trailer. Probably. I think I've seen a trailer for it. It wasn't even like a trailer. It was like one of those teasers. Like it just showed like a 10 second, five second scene and then went to like the. This is the first time of like the new iterations of Star Trek. So I'm talking 2009 onwards, like when they kind of relaunched the brand with like the new Captain Kirk and with Chris Pine and all that. Uh-huh. This is the, the movies and shit. Yeah, the movies. Right, and like right, right. Star Trek Discovery and Picard. Like, Picard, this season of Picard, not even the first season of Picard. This season of Picard, and really, I guess, a little bit of Discovery, but this season of Picard is the first one that does a good job of what we talk about, which is tapping into the nostalgia factor, but advancing the story and the the universe and really the style, which is really cool, because they're bringing in old elements from the show, but approaching them in a whole new way and a new like cinematography and everything. So it's funny that you say that because remember I have it was probably like what three months ago or so, maybe a little more that probably like a month before we had my guy Matthew Fox, who I need back on the show. Okay, yeah. Um like a month or so before that we were getting real heavy into what star Trek episodes I should, should watch, watch or seasons I should watch. Yep. And I did attempt to watch a few and it's just like, I got the karma, the karma came over me where it's like, this just looks too old and you. weird for me to get into. Yeah. I hear you. And I couldn't get into it. That's why I think when I saw that little teaser by Picard, because it's like, I want to like it. Because I am getting into a lot of space shows. Right. And I don't want to have to go back into the archives to enjoy. Yeah. But when I saw that, I was like, ooh, that might be one on on your radar now. Yeah. And I think that one, because you've got at least familiarity with the characters. Right. I, I, I think you could get into that one. Now, I feel like. And I like, what's his name? Michael. Michael what's Dorn. His name? No. What's his name? The guy who plays John. Oh, Patrick Stewart. Beca- Patrick Stewart. Who's Michael Dorn? Michael Dorn is Worf. 
Okay. Who has not popped up yet, but I'll be surprised if he doesn't make an appearance in either this season or a future season of Picard. I wouldn't have known him in that costume to yeah. say that's who that is. Yeah, no. That's well, your geek. You you just geeked out on me. I did. No, Michael <laughs> like, Dorn, yeah, I know him. I'm trying to think. And the thing is, is he hasn't done a ton of other shows, which is weird to me. Like, he's done a fair amount of voice acting. Like, he'll show up in, like, cartoons and shit. Just because his voice is so distinctive. Kind of like the, maybe the James Earl, Maybe it's maybe. But it's a little bit like the James Earl Jones philosophy or philosophy where like did My a lot voices, of voiceover work. Uh, but maybe yeah. he's shy. I'll only have prosthetics or, maybe. or what do they call that? Prosthetics. Is that prosthetics yeah. when they put the faces and shit on them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I only have prosthetics or do animations. Yeah. Well, and I think the other side of it is is that because his character was such a crossover character between Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, I think he's kind of made the stance that, like, either give me my own show or I'm not doing it. Now, he may, that tune may have changed, but, like, he was Warf. one of those guys that, and it's funny because I found out that the, Billy, the Blue Ranger from Power Rangers, is doing kind of the same thing. I know who that is with he, the glasses. Yep. He... Uh-huh. Like him, he actually pitched a show that was centered around Worf as like the captain, and like it kind of followed now, him. And Worf is the Klingon <laughs> dude. Yep. yep, that's who I thought with the forehead, with the with the ridges. Yep. Uh huh. Okay, that's who I thought that was. And yeah, I'll... no, I don't. I yeah. So how old is that motherfucker? I mean, he's got to be in his 50s or, or I mean, he's got to be in his 60s, I would assume. You think now. he's still willing to go through six hours of makeup to, just to record it? It's all digital now, baby. <laughs> Is it really? Do you think it would be really? No, it would probably still be prosthetics. Right. <laughs> if they made it look good, it would be prosthetics. Although, I don't know, man. They're getting pretty good with that kind of technology. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I agree. You see that uh, video of the Ukraine president that was deep fake that was telling his soldiers to stand down? No. That sounds like Russia, though. (laughs) Right. As soon as I saw it, I said, I'm going to have to find it and send it to you. But it was a deep fake of the president. And I was looking at it and I was like, only old people would believe this. Like if you can, if you can really see, right. Like you don't even have to look at it long to be like, something's funny going on here. I don't know what it is, but the problem is, is that technology gets better and better. Like every, every year. Like I've seen some pretty convincing porns. Just saying, (laughs) (laughs) Is that really Taylor Swift? I don't know. <laughs> looking up the uh, Big Bang Theory girl and all that. <laughs> I hope you're meeting Haley Cuoco and not the other one. But who's that? Haley Cuoco. It's, it's only the, one uh, Big Bang Theory, right? Yes, there's only one Big Bang Theory, but there's what? The... There were two girls in it. 
Well, no, the other girl I don't think is as attractive, so I'm going to assume you mean Penny. <laughs> oh, you mean Blossom. Yeah, Blossom being the other one, yep. Mm-hmm. Although Bernadette, the other cute little blonde nerdy one, is she's cute. She's, she's cute. all right. She's a little she's small right. for me, but. <laughs> she's all right. Penny got a She nerd. has that, um... <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> she has that birdish look, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, like she'll peck at you. That's exactly, <laughs> but not. But not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should take a week off every every other week. Maybe we should just oh, move the show to every other week and have a right. Good time. Give give some entertainment <laughs> <Right>. recharge. <laughs> give us some some air to breathe. Listen, but yeah, no. Um, she's attractive though, but she's just a little hen like. Yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue. Uh, see, there was corporate coming out. It's like, oh, all right, shit. I have nothing else to say, so I'm gonna throw that in. That's one of my filler oh, phrases. Man. All right. I think, I, sa- I, think I said that like four times today on like one-on-one <laughs> meetings with my team. Like, that's fair. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> that just means you didn't, you you either weren't listening or you didn't give a fuck about what I just said. <laughs> ain't no fair about it, motherfucker. Life ain't fair. This ain't fair. Did you hear what I just said to you? The answer is no, because I was <laughs> right. and doing right. like six other things. What can you do, man? That's hey, not fucking fair. <laughs> The worst is when you say that's fair and then you realize, no, no, that wasn't fair. Um, <laughs> no, because I don't use that <laughs> word or that term. That must that's be a white fair. person thing. <laughs> it definitely is a white person thing. And it doesn't even mean it's fair. It means it's fair to me. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. That's true statements. That's right. fair. That's fair. <laughs> Shit. As long as it's fair to me, I'm good. Uh, (laughs) All right, man. You want to get into this topic? Yeah, that's what we came for. So we came for talking about predictions that the Simpsons got right. And you you had a specific one. So I wonder if you want to talk about that specific one first. And then maybe I've got an article sitting here with like all the ones that came true. And I was thinking maybe we maybe we play a little arguing around. Did it? Like, do they deserve the credit for that one, or was that an obvious one? For, like, the time that it was given versus when it yeah, happened. Yeah, because didn't they, what was that dude who wrote that book? Or was it the woman who wrote that book? I, I can't know. think of either of their names right now, but they said that it's it's not hard to, it's not hard to, predict predict. these things it's not hard to predict within a 10-year span they say anything out of 10 years is almost impossible to predict but within that 10-year span it's not hard to predict what would happen if you're looking at the current field and i noticed probably from the article that you have pulled up that most of their predictions were within that 10 years. 
I'm not sure it's the same one then, because the one I have, and again, I, I've I've gone through them, but I wasn't looking specifically at that. They're just outside the ten year window, so it's like twelve years or mm. fifteen. Yeah, no, I didn't see a whole lot of them. I so, saw one or two that were like twenty, but which is insane. But yeah, either way, I feel like why haven't the CIA issued a warrant? you gotta run in their headquarters their homes anybody associated with the simpsons i want to know what you got is it a time machine a crystal ball (laughs) matt graining what do you have (laughs) listen is it a uh alien uh contact phone what is it (laughs) you know what i'm saying because after a while it's like well, the question like, what is, is this about? I mean, The Simpsons is still on, right? Like that show hasn't died yet. Yeah. What What have Longest they predicted? What What show, right? What have they predicted recently that we have to look forward to? <laughs> that would almost be more interesting. Like maybe maybe I have to do that. Maybe I have to go watch the last five seasons and then come up with my own predictions for things that are going to turn out to be true. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna keep bets. it a buck. <laughs> I couldn't find what it was I was looking for originally when I told you about the bomb. Yeah, you were saying something about nuclear nuclear bomb being dropped in May. <laughs> yeah, that's what it said on the bomb. May 2022. And it was sitting unexploded in the street in front of the Simpsons house. Oh, goodness. Unexploded, so that's I, though, so that's good. <laughs> but, listen, it doesn't know because that's the thing about it is if somebody drops, everybody's dropping. That's true. They We've all ain't going to be unexploded. We've talked about mutually assured destruction. Yeah, because you know how fast you got to hit that button if that button gets hit, hit on you. Well, and that's also why the, I mean, the defense against that is you shoot it out of the sky before it's armed, right? Like, that's really the only defense you have against the nuclear but weapon. But they still, it's still. It or hack the targeting or do something. Right. And can you shoot it out? Can you shoot it out of the sky, over the ocean, or whatever? Yeah, I, I feel like that's bad business regardless because it has lasting effects. Oh, no, it definitely does. And that's how the, the, the whales grow legs and take over the world. Um, or the aliens come out of the ocean. And say, fuck all (laughs) y'all. We're done with this shit. I almost feel like you see them before you see that. That you see the ocean, you see the aliens come out before you see the whales? Before you see nuclear war. You think the aliens come out and like say, y'all need to settle down. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, y'all dumb motherfuckers, cool it before we eliminate (laughs) you. Right. How about that? We take matters into our own hands at this point and eliminate you. (laughs) <laughs> right, like aliens come take our fucking toys away. Like, get rid of these nukes. <laughs> I get, like I said, nobody would be going to war like that if right. we only had swords and shields. No. So bring on the lightsabers. Let's go. <laughs> I don't even think people would be going to war like that with just like guns and rifles. Like, yeah, you would have your dictators that would throw. As much as people many as, they had, as, as they had at it, but that didn't last. Well, and that's what's interesting. And maybe it's because I don't, I, I have not done a good job of following the situation in Ukraine. So I'll, I'll acknowledge that I've been on vacation. I've been 
know, living first world problems and dealing with that. So I haven't, I haven't, I I haven't, I haven't plugged into like as much as I would like to on that front. But what's interesting to me is the footage I have seen has all been boots on the ground. Whereas I thought we were in an age of technology and drone strikes and like, is that stuff happening too? Or does, is Russia not unleashing that kind of stuff? Like that's more like that. That was just surprising to me is that you see like tanks going through the street and I'm like, what is this 50 years ago? Like I thought all of this was aerial at this point and targeted strikes and how I interpret this. Well, first of all, my first understanding is that, you know, Russia's trying to take over Ukraine. Right. So it can't just go. It can't be targeted. Well, true. But because that's, that's then you're, also you're where the people are, you're pushing the people away. You're doing, you know, you're doing all that. You got it. Because like you said, you have to do drone strikes. Bombs would be involved. There would be a lot of uh, what do you call them? Ca- uh, Casualties, uh, collateral damage. Collateral damage would be involved, which would push the people away from. And so are they not are they not attacking infrastructure then? Like if they're to your point, if they're no, t- they have takeover well, then... from what I've seen. So I guess they have that's... been. I don't know what kind of infrastructure. I you right. know, I don't know what the the embassies and the shit look like over there. But all I'm getting at is this gives me the vibe of being in a, a fight back in the day. And you're fighting against somebody that you you thought you could whoop up on and then got not even that, not even, not even (laughs) that. Like I'm still at the point of thinking I can beat you. Yeah. And I'm wanting you to strike to get me like you provoke me. You know what I mean? Like, even though I'm pushing up on you, you throw the first punch. Yeah. You hit me with it and let me know it's real so I can show you what I got type shit. Right. Like, we're going to march straight through here and you're not going to stop us for real. And if you do, then we're going to march through here. Yeah. And I feel like we're getting to that point where it's like, oh, you're pushing back. You you keep pushing back on me. And I'm, what, I'm telling you, we're going to come. And you gonna see him send them in a second. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I I did it again. I think that's yeah. what happened. But I I've been saying that Ukraine been getting in that getting in that ass. Right. I haven't been heavy on it recently because I've lost interest. And that's that's the uh, that's the privilege of not being involved in it, right? No, it definitely is. It definitely is that as well. But I lost interest when it was when I saw how they was doing the black folks over there. Yeah. I was just thinking, oh, well, do both of them. Whatever happens, happens, unless it's a, a world war thing. Right. And right now, it seems like people are, while they may be silently backing sides behind the scenes with sanctions and providing supplies and that kind of shit. No one else is actively engaged, right? Right, right. That's right. So. I guess to 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 be completely honest, regardless of how it sounds, <clears throat> when I saw that shit, I lost a little sympathy. Yeah. 
I mean, that's like yeah, I, that makes I sense. understand people are like these are people and people all the people over there aren't like that, but guilt by association is a thing. Right. If you're allowing it to continue to happen. I mean, that's what people say about the US too, right? Like if you're right. allowing them <clears throat> to be, you know, murdered by cops in the streets. Right. Then I, guilty I by lose association. a little sympathy yeah. even for the regular people as well. Yeah. I get that. I mean that you know, like that might that might sound harsh to admit, but it's the truth. It's it's just the truth at the end of the day. Well, at least my truth. No, I'm with you. And that goes back to what I said. Like, I haven't been paying close attention to it. I mean, when I, would, I seen I the would, video. I would like to not have to be paying four or five bucks a gallon for gas. But outside of that. <laughs> now, that's that's first world problem. It you is. Feel Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, that's what that is. That's first world problems right there. Well, and I don't drive anywhere, so. <laughs> I try not to. You're going to have to and get that bike for speedway runs, dude. Who, me? <laughs> yeah, get you a little cup holder on a bike <laughs> for your coffee. <laughs> I'm going to get a donkey. <laughs> Shit, at these gas prices, you might as well just get a Keurig and call it a day. <laughs> It'd be cheaper than the fucking gas. <laughs> I'm going to get a donkey with, with plugs in his ears I so he can hold my cups when he gallops. <laughs> Donkey. Gauges. Gauges, <laughs> Gauges in his ears. I said plugs. Uh. <laughs> All right. But, so um, circling back to our topic. Right. So I'm going to go through this list and you and I can debate, like, do they get credit for it or not? And so the first one on the list here is Siegfried and Roy's tiger attack. Predicted in 1993, didn't come true until 2003. I'm going to say they don't get credit for this. Fools agree. Of course a fucking tiger is going to attack. <laughs> Listen, I remember, I remember. <laughs> yes, I remember taking a trip. <laughs> I remember taking a trip to Chicago. I was young. We were still at Cats. Okay. I was young. I was probably fifth grade, fourth grade, like old enough to I know what's going on, but young enough to where the memory's not vivid. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I remember seeing them. Siegfried and Roy have had like a pop-up show on like a pier yeah, or a circus or something in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even at a circus. It was like on a, like a, like, like a pier, like a, okay. in Chicago and people were like Longer crowded around there looking at them. And I remember watching them and I was just thinking like, you can't like me, like that young 10 year old or 11 year old thinking like you can't, just control them like that. No. Like they're going to get upset one of these days. Right. <laughs> they're going to eat your ass. <laughs> and not in and the fun then, way. So, yeah, no, I, I definitely don't give them credit because if I saw that as a child, then I did guarantee the writer should have seen that a mile of fucking way. 
I completely agree. So that's one in the no credit column. We're going to see how good these these writers really were. So, all right. You got your notebook. You want to keep score here in the do they get credit versus don't they? I could definitely do that. Also, remind me to talk to you after the show. Trophy smack. Custom championship belt for hit the showers. Ooh, okay. For pickums next season, okay. I'll even I'll even let you I'll even let you carry the title for now. Yeah, you, yeah, ain't no let me, motherfucker. Ain't no let me. I'll put it on your couch here. <laughs> ain't no let me. All right, uh, so. How am I going to do this? No's and yeses? Yep. So do they get credit? Yes or no? And number one is no for Siegfried and Roy. Sig and Roy. All right. All right. You ready for number two? Yeah. Number two in this Time Magazine article is autocorrect fails. And it was predicted in 1994 and texting and autocorrect. Although I feel like T9 was a thing way before 2007, which is what it's listed as here. But they they tied it to the iPhone. So I don't know. Like this is probably inside of that 10-year window if you don't tie it to the iPhone and you just tie it to text messaging in general. But during a Springfield Elementary School assembly, Kearney asked fellow bully Dolph to take a memo to beat up Martin on his Newton, Apple's early attempt at a PDA, so personal digital assistant. However, the machine translates it into eat up Martha instead. So what right. they're saying is, is that Simpsons predicted the issues that people were going to have with autocorrect about a decade later. I saw that one. I'm going with a no as well. Yeah, I think that's a no because I feel like even at that point, while like autocorrect may not have been a thing, spell check was. And the next evolution of spell check was to do it real time. Like that doesn't feel like something you deserve credit for. Right. And it would be different if that was their first episode, like their first prediction. But the fact that you have had predictions in the past that have superseded that one. Yep. That's not, I'm not giving you points for that. Like, it may be impressive to some, to me, not so much. Completely agree. Completely agree. Because 1994. You want no on auto? Yep. 1994, like, word processors were a thing. Microsoft Word (laughs) was a thing by then, and it had spell check. Right. All right. So the next one is FaceTime, predicted in 1995 and came true in 2010. The only, the only leaning that I'm almost like I'm contemplating a maybe here would be the the fact that it was on a phone, because to be frank, Star Trek and a number of other shows <laughs> predicted like video calling a long right. time they did before. Though. Right. Well, no, Star Wars did. Star Trek, you had the view screen. Mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. would talk and it, all it was was oh and, yeah, yeah that's interesting and honestly on a on a built-in <clears throat> phone and like an apartment total recall did that in 1986 get your ass to Mars. like <laughs> i'm gonna say no no they don't get credit yeah, i'm for going that no on that too they don't get credit for facetime get the fuck i'm out. going no on that too 
Now, I don't know. Could somebody have predicted that it would be on a, vi- at a device that you could wheel? Like, I'm almost – the only reason I contemplated it at all is that the fact that it was a device in the palm of your hand and something right. instead of something that was bigger and built in somewhere. But I feel like right. that was always the nev- natural evolution for technology, and that was – computers were already doing that. They were already going from these big machines that are bigger than this little alcove that I'm in to like a desktop computer, to a laptop, to... Right. So I don't think they get credit for either one there. FaceTime as a concept or the, like, device. You know, I think I agree on that. The fools agree on that. What's next? All right. The next one is faulty voting machines. Predicted in 2008, came true in 2012. So that's, a that's like, a real quick turnaround on that one. Uh, Homer tries to vote for Barack Obama only to have a voting machine record his selection as John McCain. <clears throat> Coincidentally, when it came time for Obama to run for a second term in 2012, there emerged footage of a voting machine in Pennsylvania switching a Obama vote to one for Mitt Romney. I'm not going to go no or yes in this. I'm going to vote evidence. <laughs> this is evidence that this shit happens. <laughs> um, no, I'm starting to think that they're providing ideas more so. <laughs> they're the cause rather than right. predictions. You know what I'm saying? You like, might be people right. People are subconsciously hypnotized by Simpsons <laughs> and they're doing the shit that they see there. That they, they grew up watching on The Simpsons. <laughs> That's wow. I would never put no even four years away, but I would never put it past the powers that be as well. Yeah, I I am. I'm going to say so no. it's easy to see, but. So are, you going, put, are we going no there? Or yes, I'll put EVD in the no column. All right. So we don't have a yes yet. So we're not giving the Simpsons credit for jack shit yet. But you're also pitching real softballs. I'm I know going, you're probably going in order. Of I, the I am going in an article, an order of the article. So yeah. And I'm also thinking that Times Magazine would be very conser- conservative, conservative in their picks because they wouldn't want people to be all this. This next one, however. Wait, what was the last one? The last one was the voting machines. The voting machine. Okay. This next one, however is a little more out there. Okay. And I actually think it's much more impressive. Okay. The God Particle. So the existence of Higgs boson, or the God Particle, a breakthrough that helps explain how everything in the universe has mass, wasn't confirmed by physicists until 2012. But according Man, to it was Dr. On the... Yep, but it was on the chalkboard when Homer uh-huh. gets smart. I think it was because he had he pulled the crane out of his the crayon out of his brain or something. Uh-huh. That was the equation that he had up on the board. Was the the mass was equal to the Higgs boson particle? All right. Yeah. And no. The I'm timeline there. Yes. The timeline there is 1998 to 2012. So that's a 14 year prediction. And I'm going yes on that one too because that's fucking insane. And it's it's funny because I've I've. That's a that's a video that I know I've seen and I I couldn't tell you what it was called or like how I found it or how I came across it but like 
the math equations that show up in Simpsons are always mm-hmm. legitimate. Like, it was a book. Somebody wrote a book about right, it. Right, right, right. It was like the mathematics of Springfield or something. Uh-huh. The Simpsons and Their Mathematical Secrets was the book. Dr. Simon Singh was the author. Mm-hmm. So that's one. They get one. <laughs> Not that I knew that other than my research on, but... Right. The same article I probably am reading. <laughs> no, it wasn't Times. All right. It was mine. I actually found a couple, but uh huh. What's next? All right, what's next? Let's see. Gosh darn it, my phone jumped on me. The NSA spying scandal, predicted in 2007, came true in 2013. When the Simpson family is forced to go into hiding following their escape from the EPA biodome, so this is the movie. Uh-huh, I saw that. Uh, one of their conversations, the NSA is listening in on one of their conversations. It wasn't until six years after the Simpsons movie hit theaters that the whistle, that Edward Snowden first blew the whistle on the government mass surveillance of Americans' phones and internet records. Now, when did but Enemy of the State come out? That came out in the 90s. No. Did it? I don't think that's right. No, I'm definitely lying. I think I was in the eighth grade. Oh, it was in the 90s. Who was it? 1998. So eighth grade's right about right. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So Enemy of the State did it first. I don't think I can give them. I, see, if if another big entertainment property did it before they did, I can't give them credit for it. And then another, and then I'm also thinking, what other influence could you have? And let's be honest, there was still a lot of internet going on, and conspiracy was real back then too. Right. They were talking about Big Brother with the traffic lights. Uh. Yep around that time as well. So that was a uh a hit a, a sense a hit point, you know, like yeah. uh so Simpsons, I'm not really giving them that. I agree. I agree. Now this next Which one what was that though? That was the NSA. So NSA wiretaps. Okay. So this next one is similar to smartphones and FaceTime. The watch. The watch. Yeah, I'm the watch. Almost, I'm almost more willing to give them the watch because outside of like just having phone capability on a watch, like communicators. Right. I don't know that we saw technology like that before that. And it was the same episode. Yeah, it was. It was. So... I think I'm willing to give the watch. I'll give him the watch. Cause that I was more impressed with the watch. I will say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's still pitching softballs though. We're getting there. Well, I hope because if I don't get to the ones you're talking about, then we're going to have to pull up a different list. Oh, here's one for you. America's Ebola outbreak. 
I'm is, giving him that. The installment saw Marge offer to read a depressed bar to book title Curious George and the Ebola Virus. And they did it with a monkey, too. Uh-huh. I'm definitely giving them that. I think I'm willing to give them that one as well. Like, they get I don't the Ebola. Know, especially it coming to the U.S. Like, Ebola's been a thing, but we thought we were pretty well protected against it, so... Mm. Mm. All right, here's another one. And in comes Corona. This one, this might be life imitating art or art imitating life one. FIFA's corruption scandal. So although the World Football Federation representative who asked Homer for help repairing the organization's image isn't explicitly named as a member of FIFA... His arrest turned out to be uncannily similar to those of the real-life FIFA officials who were arrested on corruption charges about a year later. So it was only one year ahead of time. Yeah, that's like uh, Hannibal Burris with Bill Cosby. Right. I just feel like they snitched. That was a snitch. <laughs> that was a snitch episode? So yeah, I'm putting snitching no. Snitching no. So we've only given them what? Two? Three. Three? All right. Three. All right, moving on. Let's see what we got. Greece's debt default. This is another one that was kind of a quick turnaround, though. So predicted in 2012, came true in 2015. Basically, they predicted that Greece would become a developed country to default to the International Monetary Fund, plunging the country deeper into economic crisis. No, I'm giving them a no. Too close. Yeah, man. Like, like that shit was already that's probably. visible. Well, and I give the writers credit because they are. I think they are very well informed. I think they do their research. No, I do. I do. I agree with that. But it almost like, okay, let me be realistic here. All right. At least based on the ones that we've gone through so far, I fall back from feeling like you can predict or see and fall into feeling like you've been assigned to predict. Yeah. Like that's a part, like it's not just about comedy, but we're also going to throw some things in there that trip you out. Yeah. And predicting is going to be it. Now my issue then becomes right. Even though we have a lot of these no's, they're still all yeses. Yeah, because they did happen. Cause, right, because they're still all predictions and they still came true. Now, aside from that, when you think about the... That's where I go to, like, I give them credit for the research and for incorporating those ideas, but I don't give them credit for predicting. Right, right, right. But when you think about, like, the, the Donald Trump prediction and you even see visuals... yeah. It's looks- like even do- either Donald Trump's marketing team. Oh yeah, no, they definitely has a great sense of humor. 
or these motherfuckers hopped out of a time machine <laughs> and drew this shit up. And the CIA needs to place a warrant <laughs> no, on all of you bitches. <laughs> They'd be playing basketball in Pelican motherfucking Bay. Bay. <laughs> when I get through with your ass. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> all right, real quick. But, Go ahead. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say real quick, hit in the chat. Super fan Amanda coming in with, nah, man, Inspector Gadget. He had a watch. I don't know. Did he? Was but it a- Inspector Gadget? But I, that's a good that that's a good um, toss out. But Inspector Gadget's whole deal was like weird technology had, stuff, right? He had right, yeah. That's so that makes it a little different because he was based on that. Yeah. I, I, and I the Simpsons episode was in the future, even for the time that they were in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause like they the ju- Simpsons don't they grow. Almost, they almost got the year right because that was the year. That was the episode where like they fast forwarded to Lisa as an adult, and right. it was set in 2010 or 2015. So they almost got the year right. Mm. Um, and then of course uh, our boy Malk out in the chat. Malk, what the fuck he got to say? He just said yo. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yo, my nigga, Millhouse. <laughs> that, yeah. that is the Millhouse of the Fools. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Waiting to see if he's still out there. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> moving on. The Nobel Prize. I don't know. You know what? If I'm being honest, I feel like you're a mixture of Millhouse <laughs> And the one dude, the uh, the bully dude Nelson? that wears the vest. You talking about me? Yeah. Fuck you. I feel like you're a perfect mixture <laughs> of the bully dude and Millhouse together. Millhouse or Nelson and Millhouse, huh? Yep, that's it. That's you. Fuck you. Nelson's not the fat dumb one, is it? Wiggum's son. No, that's Ralph. Okay. Yep. Then yep, that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> And Malk would be Malk would be Wiggum's son. <laughs> Malk would be Ralph. All right, I'll take it. Uh... <laughs> I would be Bart, of course. Of course, of course. No arguments at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've been choked out and I, uh, I get in trouble. Shit, I can't help it. This next one, even though it's only six years, I think I'm willing to... Well, let's read it. So it's the Nobel Prize, and... Uh, I'm giving him that one. Bank I'm giving Holstrom, him that one. or Holmstrom, may not right. have won a Nobel Prize in economics until 2016, but one Simpsons character was betting on him six years prior. I'm giving him that one, or, or I'm saying... Are influence in life. life, yeah. Like they went with that based off of their, you know what I'm saying. So what I'll do is I'll put AIL in the win column. All right. Well, not win, but yes. The yes column, the Nobel Prize. Uh-huh. All yep. right. 
The next one is President Donald Trump. I think that's I think that's a win. I think it has to be. Yeah, because I don't think that anybody would have predicted that. No, even up until the night of the election, nobody predicted it. Yeah, nah. Everybody kept saying this can't be right. Wait for it; it'll change. All these, all the middle-aged ladies in in uh, sports bras fell out in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. College-educated white women, man, they the devil. <laughs> you stupid, man. You are dumb. Hey, man, that's how he won. Uh, <laughs> Everybody wants to blow it, blame it on black voter turnout. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> now we blame it on these Simpsons rigged machines. What I actually think, I'm almost willing to give them two wins here. And here's why. Who, the Simpsons? On, on the President Donald Trump. So mm-hmm. when Bart flashes forward into adulthood, viewers learn that Lisa not only becomes president, but inherits quite a budget crunch from her predecessor, Donald Trump. The country's mm-hmm. broke? How can that be? What's interesting is I think you could almost the budget crunch, I'm kind of like, whatever. Like it, You always see that after a Republican is in office is our money's fucked. Right. The What I am like, the fact that it was a female president after Trump and we got a female vice president after Trump. So you're giving them an extra I, point for that? I'm almost willing to. I'm not. You're not? Okay. Not at all. All right. All right. All right. Unless, unless. Now, if a woman had won, would you have felt differently? I would, I would give him two. All right. I would give him I'm two I'm willing to accept that. that. I'm willing to accept that. I would give him two for that. And I feel like they over, they over predicted their bounds on that one. That one. They went too they far. They tried to double. They tried to double banger. They tried to double down, <laughs> and they only hit us with the, the one banger. Right, and it was. I not respect the one we, it. It was not the one we wanted, but it's the one I we respect deserved. It. Listen, I don't know. I, th- I feel like I would almost go with Hillary over Kamala. It's funny. We had a uh, what I assume is, you know, propaganda machine in the chat earlier. And it says, don't vote for Kamala Harris in 2024. <laughs> I'm not in our chat. The fuck? Well, that uh, uh, bot, Russia, I'm <laughs> with Russia. you on that one. The fuck? I'm not voting for Kamala's prosecuting ass. We didn't forget. It's super bad. He said, uh, you pissed yourself in the second grade. He said, I was the second grade. He said, we didn't forget. <laughs> we didn't forget, Kamala. All right, pickle fucker. Uh, <laughs> that's a clerk stew reference for anybody that was trying to place that one. Uh, <laughs> I was in my head as I heard it. I'll fuck with the clerk. <laughs> well, I mean, come on in. All right, so you got me a pickle fucker and didn't even <laughs> moving. Keep so it you moving. said one and a half for the Trump. No, I'm I'm cool to leave it with one. I'm fine Let's with that. Let's give it one. Uh, next one, Lady Gaga's halftime show. Nearly five years before Lady Gaga descended from the roof of Houston's NRG Stadium for the halftime show of Super Bowl 
what is that, 51, her Simpsons doppelganger performed a song for the residents of Springfield while suspended in the air. I'm giving them that They one. even wore similar silver ensembles. I'm almost willing to give it to them because of the outfit more than, like, hanging from the ceiling. Because here's the thing, is that I feel like Lady Gaga had that in her show before. The hanging thing? Yeah. Like, I feel like that was part of her show, and if she hasn't done it, there have been other starlets that have done it. Right. No, they definitely... Yeah, I agree with you there. But, like, the outfit being right and that, I'm a little... I'm, I'm Even the little... hair to an extent. Right. I almost feel like that's AIL too. <laughs> you know what I mean? To a point. Yeah. Let's act like Lady Gaga didn't watch The Simpsons. And you might have caught one right. like outside of your childhood. She's our age. Yeah. But this is also 2012 to 2017. So it's a five year So what run. I'm saying is so what I'm saying is she was probably on her way up at that point. Might have caught one for nostalgia purposes. Might have yeah, been in the studio maybe. with the Simpsons playing and seen it and said, I'm going to do it just like that if I get the chance. Let it ride. All right. Or she has somebody in her marketing publicist team that's a genius. It's like, did you see that Simpsons episode, though? Right. You ever thought about recreating that in real life that almost seems more plausible but i'm still giving them the yeah on that one yeah i would have i would have gone with it more if the simpsons had called it like it wasn't just a lady gaga performance and if the simpsons had said it was at the super bowl you know what i mean like if the episode uh, would have been at the super right. bowl i would have felt differently right but I'm willing to give them the point. We've been hard on them. <laughs> we have a little bit. You know what? I'm going to give your half from the Trump <laughs> to this one. With, yeah, my half that I subtracted plus my half to the guy guy. All right. To give them the one. All right. So they're at the same score putting anyway. Putting an asterisk on that one. <laughs> yeah. That's an in the bubble win, guy guy. Um, ooh, here's one that goes from 1998 to 2017. Mm, that's what? Disney's Fox Takeover. 2018 years? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Um, 19 years. Is it? Um, what you looking at the months? Uh, it just says the, it, this article uh, just says year predict, or year it was predicted and the year it came true. Oh, well, I'm off the. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Here's and the only reason I know this, and the only reason I give it to them, is that I've read Bob Iger's book, and Bob Iger was the CEO of Disney from like I want to say early 2000s to just recently. Uh huh. Walt Disney Company in night in the late 90s was in a shit spiral. That's when they were doing all those like direct to direct to video like sequels to like The Lion King, Aladdin, blah blah blah. And they were just they were spiraling bad and it is not the Disney company we know today. Like they were in a tailspin downward and they were losing money hand over fist in 1998. So when it was like projected... right after 
and then they predicted that Disney would eventually buy out Fox. Fox, who on the other hand was on the um, up and coming. Mm-mm. So that's the only reason I give it to them. Because I it, mean that 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 does make me lean more towards yes. It does. I'll be honest. But the the thing that makes me want to lean towards no is it's business. At the end of the day. And we know what Disney means. And for somebody to say Fox is on the up and coming, but Disney is on the down track, but it's still Disney. Nobody's letting that go under. Nobody's letting Disney go under. Well, Disney, Disney is one of those companies that I don't know. Well, I don't know. I would say never would sell, but things change. I, I'm the I, Nazis ain't gonna let Disney. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I, I. I say yes to this one. I'll give you. I'll, I'll go with the yes. And again, it only because it only comes because I read that I read his biography and like the dire straits that Disney was in at that point. Right. I'll I'll I'll, I'll uh, go with the yes on that. For anybody that wants a quick like business book read that actually does an awesome job talking about like the acquisition of Fox, the acquisition of Marvel, the acquisition. Do that of Star while I Wars. use the bathroom. It's, um, I want to say it's One Wild Ride, and it's Bob Iger's biography. And what it does a great job of is really talking about his career coming up through ABC, ESPN, and his move over to Disney. And it talks a lot about the strategic vision that he had. And he basically took a company that was, a thousand different business units. He consolidated things. He brought it all together and did something that in my time in corporate America, I've never seen. And it was that he set three strategic priorities for the company. And those were the only three things that they focused on in that time. And the biggest one of those three things was we are going to build our own streaming platform. And in order to do that, we need the content. We need the, the IP in order to make that happen. And that was the genesis of them going after the Marvel properties, the Star Wars properties, and then eventually the Fox properties. And so his vision on that is, was like mind-blowing for the company because he was basically telling animators and studio heads and all this stuff – Like, you need to stop worrying about movies and start thinking about how we're going to produce content for this brand new streaming platform. And if you, Mm. if anybody who's a a fan of what Disney Plus has done, especially during COVID, like the amount of shows that they put out versus everyone else. Is that our new sponsor? No, but what I'm saying is like his strategic vision there is that he did that at a time when Disney was kind of on the back up and coming with like Pixar and like they were starting to get things moving again. And he basically said, this isn't where we're going to put our money. We are going to put our money in the streaming platform and we are going to make it one of the best streaming platforms out there. All right. And that was going up against someone like Netflix that was already well established. And they're already, you know, they're not quite to Netflix numbers, but... I mean, I would argue that their content is better than Netflix. So. But see, that's the fun about it all, right? Yeah. That's the fun about it all is going against the Goliath. Absolutely. And for Disney to not be the Goliath in that situation, like the fact that they wanted to take on an underdog role 
and go be that underdog going into that space when that was not the strategic that. direction of the I company. I think I want to take half my point away now. No, you can't do that. We're moving on. <laughs> I was just killing time for you to get your bathroom break in. But now I think I want to take half away because you were the Goliath first. You have the you have the prototype. Well, that's not taking. It's a, almost like it's almost like Mayweather, right? Like it's almost like, and I won't even say Mayweather. I'll say Mayweather esque. You can take away where the it's point. like you can throw your punches, and it's all right. Netflix, I'm okay. Wait until waiting, wait until I. Oh, now here comes my boop. Click that stream. Well, and here's the deal: is I will agree with you on. Fine, you don't have to get them credit for going after Netflix. We leave the them buying Fox. <laughs> we leave that we leave that point on the board for the Simpsons predictions. Yeah, I feel like I agree. All right. I'll agree. All right. The next one predicted in 2010 came true in 2018. The men's USA Olympic curling team win. You got to give them that because who the fuck you had a you had a you're going to you're going to give us you're going to give us a win for the USA winning a sport for curling. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have you seen have you seen the meme with like the 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 men's curling team and people are like, this just looks like a bunch of dads that wanted to get together on the weekends to stay away from their family. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But. Curling win? <laughs> Wasn't that like our first win, too? Yeah. It was. All right. We'll give it to him. It was, a you gotta t- give it was him almost curling. 10 years. We'll give it to him. You got to give him curling. <clears throat> Excuse him. Uh, the next one. The Dragon's Fiery Rampage on Game of Thrones. Predicted in 2017 and came true in 2019. Like, of course that was going to happen. They don't get credit for that one. No. Yeah, because if they were smart, they would have known that he didn't write for them afterwards. Well, you know, like he, right. like he the was, book he didn't done. finish the story. Right, right. They he were never in filming. Finished the story. And plus they were in filming at that point for that season. Like I believe it. They probably that's had it. somebody that's on it. the inside. Yeah, no. no, they don't get they don't get credit for that one. And again, that they was almost like a get a year. negative for that one. I want to make an arrow coming back. I'm still putting it in the no, but that's an arrow backwards on that one. Here's one for you. The 2020 experience predicted in 1993 came true in 2020. If if 2020 was a bingo card, the Simpsons could already have at least two squares ticked off. In the early, the nearly 30-year-old episode, Marge and Chains, not, don't, not only does an unprecedented flu sweep through Springfield, but when the townspeople begin rioting to demand a cure for the virus, a swarm of killer bees that could be linked to the murder hornets that everybody forgot about that recently hit the U.S. unexpectedly come into the picture. I've been seeing some nests. Some of them murdered them. I guess they're not. a. They haven't left. Oh, they haven't left. <laughs> Man, I didn't see. I didn't even think they were real. 
Listen, but yeah, no, that I feel like that you gotta give him one. I think we do. I think we do. You almost gotta give him two. <laughs> I mean, I'm good with it. We give him two. What was that? The that was the 2020 the flu experience. and the hornet. Yep, the, the flu and the hornet. Yep. And that was the last one in this article. What we got? Let's see what we got. We got. Let me recount that. (laughs) Did we get a tie? They about a 50 50 shot. We gave him some some grace there at the end. <laughs> Listen, it's eight to nine. In the favor of? The yeses. The yeses. CIA, print the warrant right now. <laughs> they get the 51% to move into the accurate prediction category. But Figure all- them out. Wait, I thought we gave them two for the last one. Oh, did we give them two? No, if we did, that'd be ten to eight. All right, that that feels a little more. If we gave them two on the last one, ten to eight, or eight to ten, or ten to eight. I guess it depends on which way you were leaning. Right, right. All right, but the good news is, I think you and I agreed on almost every one of those. I think so. How we voted. There wasn't any tiebreaker needed, so we'll take No, it. no, 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 no. I think that. So, yeah, print the warrant. Figure <laughs> out what the Simpsons got going on. Print the warrant. They know what's happening. They know what's up. <laughs> print the warrant. Disney bought Fox anyway. Print the warrant. <laughs> I want to know how many predictions they've made that haven't come true, though. <laughs> We probably wouldn't even notice them. You'd probably look at them as as um, what do they call it? As story arc, right? You know, you wouldn't even notice that part. You notice the part that does, though. You don't even notice the part that does until it does. Yeah. So that's actually a great fucking question. <laughs> How much didn't like what? part of the story arc didn't come you know what i'm saying yeah what did they throw in there as a prediction that didn't come i bet that i bet that whole simpsons bubble was a thing the biodome yeah where they made the movie and homer got out of the bubble what however it happened they found their way out i don't remember right (laughs) but homer got locked out of it before it even something like that happened i can't remember you, I was elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> uh, I want President Arnold. Let's go. <laughs> Shit. Get his Austrian ass. Nah, G, you ain't uh, American born. You can't nope, be president. You can't, you can't. Why not? Barack Obama was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's from Kenya, isn't he? Gang, gang, gang. His family. That's true. He from Waikiki. 
Let my nigga live. Talk Let my nigga live. Do you did you ever see the uh the power thirst like video ad spoofs for like the energy drink? No. I talk about this with, with Superfan. Um it's it was these like bogus energy drink commercials that I think one, I think it started off as just like a spoof video on YouTube and then I think College Humor picked it up, but it was like power thirst, energy for men. Mm, It'll make you uh-huh. run as fast as Kenyans. <laughs> so fast that you'll actually win against Kenyans and then get deported back to Kenya. I <laughs> <laughs> no, don't know about that one. I might drop in I might drop it into one of our episodes just as like our commercial break from now on. It just goes to the, <laughs> just the power thirst video. <laughs> Listen, we ain't monetizing baby drop that bitch in there. You've heard of chocolate? Well how about chocolate? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what is this from? What is this show? It wasn't a show. It was just like a YouTube video. That oh, made, okay. It was a viral video that made the rounds, I think, in the early 2000s. Maybe mid-2000s. I feel like I found it during college. Um, mm. Yeah. You'll have so many babies. 400 babies. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I don't want that. Outrageous shit. You'll be running so fast, Mother Nature will be like, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> and then and I kick. don't care about the speed or the, I don't want the speed or the babies. <laughs> and you kick her in your face with your energy legs. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? I'm telling you, look it up after this and just laugh. Like it's maybe it's they so, predicted the future. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's fucking hilarious. How would you feel if everything you ever loved came in a rocket can? <laughs> Power Thirst Mm-mm. Rocket Edition. And new flavors like Manana, Fizzbitch, Gun. <laughs> no, no. No, I know nothing about oh, Rocket. Oh, man. Anybody that found any of that funny, go look up the video. There's At least watch the first one and the second one. I feel like the third one they tried to. They got multiples. There, were, there was one original one, and then I think College Humor did a second one. And then I think somebody tried to do a third one, but it wasn't good. Like they, it went, it was just too far off the deep end at that point. Mm. But there's another one where actually the second one starts off with this dude crawling through the desert. He's like, God, why have you forsaken me? And the, the announcer voice comes in and he's like, when life gives you lemon, you find a new God. Uh- <laughs> Godberry, king of the juice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That ain't right. (laughs) That ain't right. They ain't right for that. No, they're not. And they ain't, what? Maybe they got canceled. You've heard about strawberry? How about rawberry? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, don't put that commercial up. <laughs> don't you do it. Don't you dare do it. Uh, well, dude, we're at like an hour 45. You got anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> Let me think about it real long and drastically. Standard for you. I could keep quoting nope. Power Thirst videos. <laughs> nope, I don't really got too much. All right. Wait, well. wait, 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 wait. 
I do got something. All right, what you got? And I was upset that you was gone. It, I I caught it that Friday that we wasn't doing it. Did you hear about Elon Musk Mm-mm. challenging uh, uh, Putin to a duel? <laughs> no. <laughs> How did I miss this? I challenge you to a duel. Elon <laughs> Musk challenged Vladimir Putin for to a duel for Ukraine. <laughs> Not like for ownership, but like for the fate of type shit. Like, so we're looking by death by or what is it? Uh God, what do they what did they used to call that? It was like champions combat or something. It was um there used to be a phrase for it, but it was basically like the best warrior from each side and whoever won. And it was they right. used it they used it in oh, Troy, okay. Right? Um hold up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like um, Achilles was like their main warrior who would just come in and fuck shit up. And he'd do that sweet little jump stab. <laughs> Look like a finisher out of a video game. Right, right. And it'd go right through the collarbone. <laughs> I can't think. I wanted to say, but trial. I, know what you're I wanted to about. say trial by combat, but that's not what it is. It's, no, no, it's no. Like, no. Uh, I want to say champions in it. Uh, damn. That's going to bother me, yeah, man. Yeah, it's going to bug me, too. I'm waiting to see if somebody chimes in in the chat or... God, it's... Because it was very commonly used in Braveheart. Not Braveheart. In um, uh, uh, Troy. Troy. Yeah, it's going to bother me. But... Oh, single combat. Um, it was just called single combat. Is that right? Yeah, I don't think that's right. No, it is. I think Hollywood uh, glamorized it. I don't think that was it. Or champions warfare is another term that was used. I do think it's single combat, though. I think that's what. But they single used in the combat movie. to me indicates that you're putting anybody against anybody. Yeah. But you know in those situations you were assigned to that role. That's why the son had to go out there. Right. No, even the Iliad, which is what all that was based on, says it's single combat. Mm. So, but yes, I like the idea. I think we should I think we should see it. I want to see if I don't think I want to so. see if, I want to see if Putin's about that life. <laughs> I want to see I if think he really Elon is. Musk gets his ass whooped. Oh, I think so too. But I, I don't care if Vladimir Putin is 5'8 or not. I want to know what gives Elon the right to do it. <laughs> because he he's a thinker. Yeah. He thinks he can he thinks he can uh basically manipulate Putin into like not showing Listen, weakness and wanting. I don't to, think. I don't even think it's that. I think he thinks because he's a. Because th- you got to think. Well, first, let me give him a point in his behalf because in a fight before a fight, if you know you have a fight scheduled, of course, they say your best thing to do is visualize the fight. So the night before, whatever the case may be. You're supposed to spend your time visualizing what you expect to see from them and what you expect to return to them. Yep. 
And I think Elon Musk is a thinker like that to where he thinks that way. But I don't know that your body has done it to support your brain. Right. Right. And that's what happens to a lot of thinkers is they think right. But you don't know enough with your right. I mean, I think the opposite of Putin. I think Putin is physical. No think. That's the worst thing to put against a thinker. Someone that doesn't think and just goes. Yeah. A thinker doesn't know what to do with that. Because what do I, what can I do? So can I use a real life example here? Go ahead. (laughs) This is my son and I playing Rocket League. Mm. Like, I will sit back and try to set up shots. And he does nothing but chase the ball. And he's very chaotic. And I'm like, I can never predict where it's going to go. And so it's hard. And it's, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's hard. You can't do it. I talk like, to him you and I'm like, to be... can you, can you do the, like, can you let me know when you're going to do something like that, kiddo? Like, so he's I not be... supposed to. No, he's not. But we're on the same to, team. You trying to no. spin him on the back end. Right. Well, I mean, we're on the, we're, we're playing together. Like we're playing in tournaments oh. together. So we're oh, on, this, well, we're yeah, on the he, same he team. Probably, yeah, he right. should probably let you know that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you should probably let me know. I'm like, can you let me know if you're gonna double tap it or if you're just gonna hit it once? Because like it changes the angle of the ball on the screen, and I'm already not good at this game, and you make it. You harder. know, it fucks me up. <laughs> was that? That was always my pops. Yeah. <laughs> I was expect. You know, you would think I would be the one to throw the curveball. No. He'll do something that I would. You never taught me this. I don't know what to do in this situation. What do I do now? I'm stuck. Right. And get mad at me when I don't do right. Like, you didn't show me that. I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't prepared. I don't, I don't know how to know. defend against that one. Listen. It's experience, man. It's experience. I get it, though. I get why he was upset. Because you want to have the chosen one that's like, yeah, I got it. I'm ready. Go on, Neo on it. Yeah, that, but it doesn't happen like that in real life all the time. <laughs> that's not fucking real life. This shit doesn't happen in real life. This guy looks like he was crushed to death by some huge freaking guy. <laughs> what is that? Boondock Saints. Uh, Will- Willem Dafoe. I got into I it with my Boone. tattoo artist about Boondock Saints. He's like... Trash movie. Don't like it. I'm like, excuse me. What? <laughs> his reasoning was his reasoning was actually solid, but I, I was not the I'm first like, one. We're gonna agree to disagree on this one, Mister. Uh... <laughs> right, the first one. A Ron. He's talking about the first one yes, when he said yes, that. Yes, he was. Okay. I'm gonna have to when I when I see him next week to get this thing finished up. I will. Uh, I'll pitch him on the show again. <laughs> Tell well, him we, we want to argue yeah, we, Boondock Saints with him. <laughs> and we got to figure out our work. Our figure out what piece we're doing. Absolutely. Or we just have we just have him on the show, talk to him about the concept, and then we have him back later to do it do it live. That would be... Like, hey, we want something that means this. What do you got? Let him right. design it. We'll we'll talk the whole show. His job is to take notes and figure us on, out. <laughs> not right, not just the tattoo, but our personalities. Right. So he puts together whatever. I'll see if I can pitch him on the idea. 
<laughs> but my nigga, I'm broke. My limit is 500. And that's going to be in, uh, what do you call it? Payments. In, uh, <laughs> installment. It's an installment loan? Yes. Well, I don't got no 500 right now for your money at the moment, baby. My all daughter right. has braces. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I keep looking at Andrew's teeth and I'm like, yeah, you're going to need braces. <laughs> man, listen, that shit is no joke, man. What the fuck is insurance for? Right, right. God damn. This fucking world. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You got anything else? Let me think. Let me think long and diligently <laughs> about it. Because I got a whole week before I have to say something else. <laughs> wait, wait. You, are you not doing the show tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, but that's sports related. That's I can't talk, you know, just how I want to talk. I understand. Although sports might give you some big inlets to be able to talk how you want to talk tomorrow. Like, you know, it does. There's it, a lot I of think shit that going that's on. That's my issue. Like, I don't think I use my personality in the sports show as much. Yeah, because somebody's got to keep a rein on that shit. <laughs> right. right. I'm, I'm not there to do it for you to refocus. Did you listen to the, the last one with my pops came back? Uh, the NBA one or the one before that? We did the uh, one with all the moves in the NF or the AFC. Oh, I missed that. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. Uh, and that's one should. that I actually that I actually want to go back and listen to because yeah, we talking about there's been uh, there's been so much Miller to the on. Bills and all that. There's been so much listen shit going to on. Deshaun Watson to the Browns. And what was the deal with like? They were talking about he had a press conference today. Mm-mm. Somebody was telling I didn't me see something that. after at when I actually at pickup when I was picking Andrew up. One of the I dads. saw the article. Well, I saw the picture in the article to the press conference after he got you know a, not even acquitted because he didn't get charged, but right. exonerated. Yeah, I guess you. I guess you. Whatever you call that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I didn't know he had one today. I need to go back and listen to that. And I still never listened to the uh, onboarding of Devontae Adams. I heard he said some spicy things about Green Bay. Well, and the one that, not that anything's been said, but the move that has me tripped out is of course Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. Yeah, I can't uh, like my hope is that Tua just can't get the ball to him. That... <laughs> as long as he's not running jet sweeps, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> listen, listen, I don't care what nobody said it. They got the fastest wide receivers in the league. Doesn't fucking matter. Not a bit does it matter. Not if you can't throw the ball or get to them. <laughs> Tua going to have two 400-yard games, and that's the rest of his season. That's my hope. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't see I don't see that making a difference. I, I don't think it makes a difference, but I do think it's an interesting move. That, it is. Like, 
that I think is it's the a, one guy that the Bills have had troubles with against Kansas City, and they got rid of him. And then it's but, an Aaron Rodgers move, but he's coming into the Bills division, so it's like still doesn't give Miami any of a better chance of coming out of the AFC. Yeah, I don't think so. So either, it's an Aaron Rodgers move to me, where you took the money. But you didn't put yourself in the best position to make something happen. Yeah. It's a bust for you. But other than that, uh, we'll be getting into it tomorrow. There you go. Catch Hit the Showers Saturday. Catch that. Tune into that. What time? Saturday, uh, 6.30 Eastern. All right. P.M., not A.M. I might try to jump on tomorrow. Yeah. We'll be on at 6.30. I got to make sure my pops is on. He's a fucking fool. <laughs> well, welcome to the Foolproof Entertainment Network. <laughs> All that. You know what? I don't got nothing what, else. You know what to, next week's episode is, though? What? Somebody brought this up to me. Really? Next week's episode is April Fool's. Mm. Or Do Fool's Agree. We might have to think of something special. We might just have to claim that day. Can we claim that? Can we we take that back? (laughs) How do we approach that one? That's very interesting. So we'll have to talk off air about that one over the week. Yeah, definitely. All right, sir. You got anything to take us out? Love everybody. Until Ukraine or Russia come. No. (laughs) (laughs) Just play it. I challenge, love everybody. I would like to challenge Vladimir Putin to single combat as well. <laughs> I would like to challenge Vladimir Putin to single combat. Actually, let me change that. Let me change that. I, I want to retract that statement. I would like to challenge Elon Musk to single combat for rights to own his fucking companies. <laughs> Listen, fuck the company. I'm just fighting for his mankind. Money. <laughs> I would like to challenge Vladimir Putin to single combat, and Michael Reggie will be my corner man. <laughs> Let's get it done. <laughs> knives, knives, fists, gloves, no guns. Get Whatever done. you choose. <laughs> I'm up for it. I'm up for that. He might have the reach on you, but I feel like he's shorter than he looks in, on TV. It doesn't matter. He said at the he's not six foot. <laughs> it's true. We know that much. You're not too uh, tall for me. Right. <laughs> all right. And with all of that, this has been Do Fools Agree. Do us a favor, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Hit us up on YouTube, Facebook, Insta. We got a bunch of shit going on. So yeah, I check us that. out. We- I wish we could consolidate all of our views into one yeah. lump so we could see actually because. Well, and I'm sure there's crossover between them, too. So we, we mm-hmm. might actually lose out on that deal. But anyways, peace out, fools. We appreciate you. We love you. Love us back. <laughs>